welcome back to another episode of Talk Female Friday with me, Lucy Grimwade. Before I jump into this episode, I just want to remind you that I am still running that survey on future female leaders. So if you haven't done it already, please go and check the show notes. Um, Get on there, complete the survey, share it with your friends, your family, on your social media network, anywhere, because the more voices I can have on there, the better. Um, And if you want to talk to me about it as well, all my details are in the show notes. Um, so today, literally, <laughs> lastminute.com, literally, I've just pinged Jess a note, and Jess is joining me again today. I've been like, Jess, literally, I need to do a podcast recording. I don't really know what to talk about. Please, can you join me and just talk to me for 15 minutes about something? So we've done no preparation for this. We are just jumping on, winging it. So welcome back, Jess to Talk Female Friday and thank you so much for joining me. Um, thanks for thanks for having me I guess is the first bit but also talk about being put on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> I know I was just like oh, what am I going to talk about? I started talking about confidence, I started talking about imposter syndrome which I hate, then I started talking about um, what do we want to do for the next kind of three months? I thought, do you know what? This is all rubbish. I need to bring a guest on. I need to speak to Jess. Jess needs to come on here. So Jess, talk to me about what you've been up to since we last spoke. And yeah, over to you. So uh, lots going on, both work and personal wise. So um, we ran a wellbeing day for our brand and marketing team in our office, which was really, really nice. We had um, a couple of guest speakers in, one of which some of you might know, you know, since she's uh, interviewing me and chatting to me right now, she came in and did a great session on the Wheel of Life. So yeah, we had a great day in the office. We did kind of a coffee morning. It was really, really nice. So that's been going on kind of work-wise, um, personal-wise. Today, oh my God, today I have gone back to doing my PhD after having three months off for some personal stuff that's been going on. So um, yeah, quite... Quite interestingly, on the same day as World Mental Health Day, which is part of the reason I had to take a break because of there was some stress and stuff and going on in my life that meant that I was juggling far, far too much and something had to give. So the PhD gave for three months. Um, so, yeah. Oh, my God. I'm officially a university student again, again, for the second time this year. <laughs> and for the third time in your whole lifetime as well. Yes. Yes. Oh, my goodness me. And it's and it's quite... I'm pleased that you said this to me about talking about well-being because mental health and well-being is because it's something that we don't because we do talk about it a lot but sometimes I feel like we talk about it but what do we do about it do you know what I mean and Jess when you did that session that kind of day for your for the area that you work in it was just so nice to see some action being taken that Yes, it was a lot of kind of hard work to pull people together to get some guest speakers. Um, obviously, like I, I did it for Jess. I didn't mind doing it. You know, she asked me and I was like, of course, anything for you. Um, and it's just nice to see that. But not a lot of companies do it. A lot of people kind of do that hype, kind of almost, can I call it virtual signaling? I don't know. But a lot of companies just say we focus on mental health and well-being, but don't. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I've not... I've not seen as much about it on kind of pages like LinkedIn and stuff today, like I kind of expected to. Um, Mm. But across the channels we use within the company we work in, I've seen loads of stuff, which is really, really nice. Like there's people chatting about it. And I think it makes a difference knowing that the company you work in, the doors are open to have that conversation. Because I know a lot of 
yeah, a lot of businesses don't let you have those conversations. And I think I will repeat this over and over. It's 2022. We need to be having these conversations. People need to be able to talk about mental health, well-being, everything. It doesn't matter what it is. Um, you know, menopause, you name it, we should be able to talk about it. It's just yeah. the society we live in now, like we need to just be able to be open and honest and have that line of communication, I think, nowadays. Yeah, allow ourselves to be more vulnerable. I think that's what that's what we're starting to see. The kind of change curve is showing that now, isn't it? To be a lot more vulnerable in your space. Mm. What tell me a little bit more about, even though I kind of know, but like what tell the listeners a little bit more about what that um wellbeing day kind of included. So we had a fantastic um, guest speaker in, um, a wonderful guy called Mark, who has been through his own kind of mental health journey. Um, if it's okay with you, I'll send you over his book details and you can probably share them in the bottom of the chat and people can get it if they want. It's a great book. It's called How to yeah. Be Stress at Work, ironically, given it was a well-being day. Um, and we kind of looked at something that he calls um, our banisters. And that's kind of looking at, you know, your, your thinking banisters and your doing banisters. So when you get yourself into a position where you're quite stressed out or you're, you know, you can feel the stress like growing, it's those kind of, well, what do I do to take myself away from those situations? So, you know, stuff like walk the dog, stick on a podcast, watch some really, really terrible reality TV, which is something that I know I do, or stick your head in a book, you know, it's those action things. And then those kind of thinking ones are those questions where you kind of think like what could happen or making it into like a positive thing you know those sorts of things so that was like a really really great session and we kind of delved off into little pairs and went through our own thinking and doing banisters um which was really interesting actually it was quite nice to see everyone kind of get together and work together and stuff and then obviously we had our great wheel of life session with you which I think well I mean I know I didn't do my wheel of life at that point because I was pressing buttons on a laptop because that's that was my role that day (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah you could see people were really into it and just I think it when I did mine later in that day it shed some light on the areas that I need to focus on personally and mine didn't surprise me that's you know mine were like yeah that's definitely an area that I thought about so yeah it was just a great a great day and a great reason for us all to get together because we still are such a widespread out team that we aren't always in one place at the same time so mm. yeah and then we had an entire kind of rest of the month as well that was focused on um stress and how to avoid stress and burnout so we had some great sessions from some of our um directors and head of in our area that kind of said how they manage their stress and what they did um and hopefully a lot of people took loads loads from it um I think one of the things that I like the most is that most people said they do a to-do list I love a to-do list that's my like top priority and Lucy will vouch for this because every time she says I've got too much going on I'm like get that to-do list out Lucy get it sorted (laughs) Mm, you do do that to me and I think just the reason why I asked you to kind of talk us through that day and like the week, because then you said about the rest of the month, is that I know there was a lot of planning and kind of management around it all. But really, some of the stuff isn't groundbreaking stuff, like getting a speaker in, asking your 
internal network does anybody have a skill so kind of Jess asked me to go and do the wheel of life because she knows that I've trained as a coach and that I could go and talk about you know the wheel of life which is something that coaches get trained in um and then getting your kind of heads off and if you don't have a budget again that's when it's quite nice to go and like speak to your um internal teams and your heads off and your directors to come and say you know this is how I handle stress this is how I handle kind of looking after myself etc and I think that we always look at these events is like oh god it's such a big event it's going to be so stressed and I'm sure it was there was moments probably where you're like ah, trying to get people in and you know coordinating people is hard you know I so get that but really kind of I think we put too many blockers in in the way but there's nothing wrong with just having a team meeting and just saying we've got a team meeting but I've invited so and so to come in and talk to us for 10 minutes about stress anxiety depression blah 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 yeah and I think as well that day it fell in quite a quite a good not good this is going to come out all wrong but Lucy knows what I'm like for saying things all wrong but meaning something completely different <laughs> I'll so our well-being, yeah our well-being day came on the Tuesday just after the queen had passed away mm. so it felt like quite a it felt like the right time to bring everyone together and have that well-being time and mental health time because we were all affected by it in such a different way yeah that actually it was quite nice again I'm going to say the wrong thing in the wrong way and please don't come for me because Lucy will again vouch for this I'm the biggest royalist going like I love the royal family like yeah they're just yeah um but I think it just got us to have that moment of taking time away from that situation and actually turning the TVs off, for example, or turning your news off on your phone or the radio and being able to just step away from the constant stories of how amazing the Queen was and what she did and all of this, or, you know, we're preparing for the funeral that I think was on the Monday. So we might've had it a bit, a little bit after the, but either way, it was around that period of mourning. And I think it was nice, like I say, to just step away from, that situation because like every other company as well we had our own kind of what we had to do in the background to stop or start or change in that situation and it just gave people that time to reflect which I think and not on again not on the situation in the the wider world but on their own main situation that I think a lot of us shut the door on when we were going through our own journey of grief through that process as well yeah I think just there you said it beautifully and something I just want to pick up on as well is that you said around kind of switching off from the and I think that's one of the biggest things that you can do for your own mental well-being is to switch off from news and social media because at the moment we are living in this doom and gloom that like the last three years Jess have been you know, if it hasn't been climate change, it's been a pandemic. If it hasn't been pand- pandemic, it's been the cost of living crisis. If it hasn't been that, it was Brexit. And if it hasn't been that, it was the Queen dying. If it hadn't been that, it's constantly, there's always a war. Like, we, over the last two or three years, we've lived through all of those those things. And it is, it's, it's a really difficult time. And it is a really difficult place to be to be in, whether you're you know running a company or working in the company or whatever you're doing it's a really challenging time yeah no I completely 
I completely agree. And I think one of the biggest things that I've learned over the last, so definitely one of the biggest things I learned through COVID because I was an avid five o'clock sit down, Boris Johnson did his update with Chris Whitty and Chris Valence. Was that his name? You know, you know, the two men that stood beside him. Yep. Um, I was an avid watcher of that. And then all of a sudden I was like, I can't take this anymore. I just need to step away from that. I need to step away from social media. And sometimes that break is really, really good. And one other thing that I've kind of found more recently, um, which we do quite frequently, is if we know we're not both haven't got calls at work or anything, we just ring each other and we don't chat that much. We just have each other on in the background while we're working away. And I find that really nice as well, because it's having that someone there, if things are a little bit tough or whatever, kind of, I guess, so for us, so one of the things that I've kind of tried to set up within our area at work is a buddy system. And we did say to people, it doesn't have to be within your area. It could be someone outside the area. It could be someone without outside of the business, whatever. And I think that's what you are to me. If things get tough, I know I can just ring you on Teams or whatever, or, you know, give you a quick WhatsApp or whatever. And you'll be like, yeah, we can just sit and not talk and do what we need to do. And that's another big thing that really helps with kind of well-being for me is knowing that even though we live hundred odd miles away from each other that you're just behind a screen which I probably yeah. sounds really silly but it's that sort of thing as well yeah and also just picking up on something another thing you've just said there is that there's a beauty in not forcing people to talk because there has been like especially last week when we did have those moments where we just kind of sat in silence and I was working on emails and you were doing emails but it was just it was just nice to have somebody there almost um weirdly as it as it sounds but there was something that had gone on with you with work and I knew you didn't want to talk about it and I was like well you can either you can talk to me about it and you kept like giving me little snippets of it and I just thought that that's what you were comfortable with and I didn't push you I didn't ask when you and I think sometimes this is what we get wrong is because we just want to ask the question we just want to be like what do you mean how can I help you and then you immediately go into like advisor mode that's not always helpful like that isn't always helpful. Sometimes you just need to let people not say anything, give them their snippets or just say, just let them talk and then give them the option. Would you like me to give you advice? Are you happy with me just to consume it? And like, it's out from you. I've got it. I'm going to let it go now. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's that's what I that's what I like about our friendship. And that's what I hope loads of other people have. And it's things as well, like the other day, I can't remember what you messaged me about, but you messaged me about something. Oh, last Sunday when I got my migraine and I replied back and my text wasn't the usual text. You're like, I know there's something wrong. What is it? And I'm like, that's the sort of thing that helps my well-being. Knowing that, you know, let's let's be honest, we've met each other once. We've been friends a year now, met each other once. We're going on holiday with 10 other people at the end of the week. But it's that whole just knowing that you know me well enough to know even through a text message or oh, Jess is a bit off what's going up or what's going off sorry but it's still that sort of like fair enough the Sunday you couldn't have fixed it it was a migraine there was absolutely nothing you could have done but in that moment if there was something else you'd have gone well actually do you want to talk do you want to just offload and like you said I'll throw yeah. it out the window put it in the bin that sort of thing or do you want me to just send you lots of clothes that you're going to tell me not to buy kind of thing you know wink wink <laughs> that sort of thing but that's for me really helps with my well-being because I know that I'm not being forced or pressured into telling someone what's wrong and I think that's a big thing we do as well we don't just let people deal with it in their own 
way. I think we automatically yeah. go into we need to fix it mode. Yeah, we do. We definitely go into that fix it mode. And also, you were just saying there around um, like cues. I think, do you know what? We've now been working from home in a hybrid kind of way, working from home permanently to hybrid way for three years now. It's time that you got better, um, not you, like listeners, um, with with it, with just kind of picking up people's, if someone's teasing you or whatever you use, Slack channels, whatever, if someone's, um, I was just about to say Skype, but I don't think Skype is a thing anymore, is it? <laughs> but if someone is, is messaging you and it doesn't seem like their usual self, just being like, oh, just checking in, are you okay? It's fine. And just you know, being on like Zoom calls or Teams calls or whatever you use, you know, notice if someone's coming on and off you. Do they want to say something? Do you, do you, you know, saying things? And I just think we do need to get better using our technology. Um, and you know people, like over the last, again, like Jess said, like I've known her for a year and I've got to know her more and more, perhaps over more eight months than anything. But I've got to know her cues. I've got to know and vice versa. And there's people who I also work with and if I think they're saying so and I know you just pick it up and I think it's just kind of tapping into that energy a little bit around if you can sense something isn't right just by asking a question like might be none of business but are you okay and then I'll be like oh yeah fine I was distracted so sorry didn't mean to come across blunt or whatever or they might be like actually no something is wrong here I've got a mm-hmm. migraine or this my boss has pissed me off or I've got to do this report or you know it could be anything so I'm loving how our podcast, by the way, this episode is turning into like little bits of advice around how you can, which wasn't planned at all, but it's it's working out marvellously. <laughs> well, this is what happens when you go, uh, are you free? Yeah, all right then, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, talk about on the spot.com. I'm so sorry. Um, and also being, being that is World Mental Health Day today, women in the workplace what can we what do you think we can do to help our own wellness in the workplace other than the things that we've just talked about <laughs> yeah talk about putting me on the spot again there lucy thanks for that i mean no you know we've got everything we've already talked about but i think as well really understanding that Well, Jess has just been disconnected from our episode. And whilst I will pause this. Oh, no, I'm going to bring her back now. Oh, sorry. No, don't worry. We're still recording. I was like, (laughs) Jess has just dropped off. And now she's now now I've re-added her. So you were saying, so I was saying, what can women do? What can we do for wellness in the workplace? Oh, (laughs) she's dropped off again. I think what I'll do is I'll give my my little hints and tips. Um, I think that we can just be kinder to ourselves by, oh no, here's Jess back now. This is so funny. Oh, I'm you know so what? sorry. No, don't apologise. And do you know what's so funny about this? It's because I don't edit this. So all of this is going to be so funny. Brilliant. I was, I was start, do you know what? I was just saying that my kind of tip was to be kinder to ourselves. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if we want to go and have a cup of coffee, go and have a cup of coffee. If we've just had a meeting that's been really like pulling our hair out, don't worry about pushing a meeting by like five to 10 minutes just to go and walk away. Because actually by taking a break and walking away from your screen, which you should be doing anyway, yeah. can make such a world of difference. I think that would be my only thing I would kind of say. Yeah, that's what I was going to say with the kind of flexibility. If you're in one of those kind of, 
roles where you've got that flexibility make some time for yourself if it is things like for example if you're a a mum that and you want to go pick your kids up and that's something that helps your mental health and your well-being then make time to do that you know if it is like you say you've got to do a meeting where you've got a presentation but the presentation hasn't quite been um quite been finished enough and you can push that meeting back by 10 15 minutes then do it every, every little thing will add up to mean that you not just your well-being but your day is better yeah. and as long as i think i always find that as long as i can walk away in an evening and think of one or two things that have made that have been good about the day i'm happy almost like a kind of little thank you to yourself for you did it you made it through like a little i guess a little cheerleading to yourself at the end of the day is also a great thing yeah do you know what I used to do I used to have a little bit of a gratitude journal and I used to write things down to say you know three things that went well today three things that you know whatever I haven't done that for a long time and I wonder whether that might be something to kind of pick back up again is just Mm. being a bit grateful for for where you are because right now any like win is a win because you know things are hard and I think you know, I don't mean to be doom and gloom, but things are bloody tough. They are tough. And, you know, there's positives and negatives, but we do see a lot of negatives. And actually, if you, you know, you, I don't know, finish that presentation or got your coffee up the stairs, which you normally spill and you finally didn't spill it, you know, anything like that is a win in my eyes. Or you're parked and you parked first time, reverse parked in in your space Mm-mm, that was my thing every time I do it I kind of reverse park and I'm in the lines I'm like yes I've done it I always kind of yes. like skip to the kind of you know skip through to the office like hi Lucy how you I'm like I'm great. I just parked parallel parked girlfriend <laughs> but it is it's those little things and another thing that I do which might be people might think is cheating I like my to-do list I always set it up the night before ready for the next day but then if something else crops up that potentially wasn't on my to-do list but became a priority, when you've done it, add it to your to-do list and tick it because you've still done it. Even if it wasn't something that was on, you know, if you're like me and you do a to-do list the night before or if you're um, someone who does a to-do list in the morning, you've checked your emails from, you know, overnight, that sort of thing, and then something does come through as a priority, add that to that list when you've done it. Highlight it, tick it, whatever you want to do because you've achieved something it might not have been what you set out to do first thing but you've still achieved something that's the satisfaction of crossing stuff because I did that a few weeks ago when I was overwhelmed with all the stuff I had going on I wrote this massive list which was like an A4 page but like full of stuff there was like 100 and when I say there was 100 things on there Jess will kind of back me up because I sent her a picture of it there was like 100 things on there and then by the end of like a couple of weeks I crossed most of it like in fact all of it was crossed off and it was so satisfying to go I started off overwhelmed confused to writing this list still feeling like holy moly look at all the stuff I've got on this list like oh my goodness how am I gonna do this um but then you know two weeks had it all crossed off and actually was it was it as difficult and stressful as I thought it was going to all be not really because no, I really think we build stuff up in our head don't we sorry Jess cut you up yeah 100% no it's okay I was going to say the other thing as well it also helps you work out if you can potentially delegate stuff so other people in your team that actually already have this information that you're looking for or for example using your podcast as an example I've run out of complete things to talk about I've covered a load of stuff who is it that I can say 
can I borrow you or put you on the spot or whatever you want to call it <laughs> for the next, you know, however long, um, use those people because that's another thing that you're not worrying about. You're using your network, which is a huge thing as well. It's about finding who your team is, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Because I think we always we always think of like our kind of people around us, like who's in our kind of team being like work related. But you're right outside of work. Who's the people that you can pull from? Who's going to give you that energy? Who's going to listen to you? Who's going to give you the best advice? And I've got that. I've definitely feel that now and it takes time to find those people. Mm-hmm. But like maybe even spending some time writing down like who who are the people that you need and who can you pull from? Because yeah, there was just definitely had some conversations last week with two people around like what I wanted to do in regards to my next steps with stuff that I'm looking at the moment. And I had some great advice from people like, and I was like, yep, needed that. Two different bits of advice, but I took what I needed from each of them too. Yeah, it's almost like this is going to sound terrible and make me sound like a terrible human being. But it's almost like having a pros and cons of why that person's in your life and what you can take from them. And actually, are they giving you the correct energy? Are they an energy that you want in your life? Like, do they do they give you a confidence? Do they build you up? Do they make you feel good? Or do you walk away from a conversation you've had with them going, you've just drained me, like, in the nicest way possible. I couldn't tell you what we spoke about because all, all you've done is taken all of my energy and sapped it, which... Mm-hmm again sounds terrible no. but through covid that's the one thing i did oh, i had um, a clear out mm-hmm. and i kind of essentially did do i want you what do you do for me how can and i'm not like i'm not saying a friend transaction it's like a business transaction but i need people around me that give me energy so you almost have to do that yeah and do you know what as soon as you started saying that it made me think about that it's really old school kind of meme thing, um, like kind of um, empowering quotes back, way back when they were like the thing to have. And it said before you kind of diagnose yourself as being depressed or before you kind of say that you're depressed, just make sure you're not surrounded by, excuse me, I'm going to swear here, by arseholes. Yeah. So, and, and, it, and honestly, again, it's very similar to you, that whole journey that I went through during the last three years more more when I turned 30 and just um Jess mentioned earlier that we're going away at the end of the week we are because Jess is 30 she's turning 30 um but I did do that I did think about who who make who made me feel like I had to compare myself to them because that comparisonitis made me feel awful but it, it when I realized it wasn't me that was doing it it was what things that they were saying to me that made me feel that way and Kim would say, so Kim, who I do the, the LinkedIn lives with, Kim and Lucy shows, which have been changed to a Wednesday now, just so you know. Sorry, shameless plug. At five um, o'clock. At five o'clock. Thank you, Jess. <laughs> she would say to me, um, she would say something more along the lines of like, am I choosing to allow them to make me feel that way or you know and I, I guess you've also got to think about that but sometimes you can't help it sometimes we're not programmed to think oh I'm going to choose to you know let turn turn the other cheek because normally we don't do that we would we 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 allow ourselves to be impacted by people so yeah. I completely get what you're saying with that yeah it's all it's all down at the end of the day to your self-esteem and I think your past experiences yeah so a lot of it stems from what you experienced in your your formative years as people would say in other (laughs) words when you were a kid um 
And I think a lot of that shapes us into adulthood and we can, mm-hmm. I think we keep hold of it. I think, and I think that's where a lot of, a lot of well-being starts is trying to clear out the, the bad stuff, which is not easy at all. Like you really do cling to the stuff that people have said and people yeah. have acted towards you. Um, and I think as well, it's sticking to your own, I call them my own morals and ethics. Like I have a list of, I guess the values, that would be the correct yeah. term for them. I have my own list. And if you don't fit in with at least, so I tend to have about six to eight, but if you don't fit in with at least four or five of them, like, bye, there's the door kind of thing, because yeah. we're just not going to get on. So yeah, I think, I think well-being stems a lot as well from who you have around you. Definitely. And you're saying that about your um, your childhood, your childhood impacts you massively. So if you, whether you had, so I was bullied at school, right? And Jeff and I have talked about this before. I was severely bullied at school. It's horrible. Um, which would probably be an episode for another time. But it make it does sometimes my anxiety or my kind of fortune telling comes from that. And it's only since I've been doing all this work on myself where I've gone "Mm, just you know what where is this coming from is this actually happening some people are just nasty and mean like you're gonna you know I'm sorry Mm -hmm. to say this you're never gonna not meet someone who's like manipulative mean etc but sometimes you've got to think about where is that coming from and I always 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 say like if you're comfortable in doing so go and like work on that past experience and let go of it whether it's working with a counsellor an NLP practitioner um therapist etc coaching won't help you with that that's more um future focused stuff but past kind of things like that definitely go and and speak to to a counsellor to let go of it because otherwise you're just it's just going to anchor you down it's just going to keep you anchored down there and you're never going to you know you're always going to feel this whatever you're feeling yeah, I mean, I was the same. I was bullied through, well, schools are called different things in different areas of the UK and all the world mm. and all of that. But I was bullied through junior school, through senior school, high school, whatever you want to mm. kind of call it. It wasn't until I kind of got to college, I suppose, that I it stopped. And I made a group of friends. Like, Unfortunately, we just separated. There was no falling out. We just separated. Um, and then I went to university and made some of the best friends I've ever made. And, you know, and it wasn't until, like I say, college, university that I really realised that not everyone are those people that were at school that thought it was OK to pick on your faults or your insecurities or what you'd got going on in your life. Um, so once you kind of get to that point and don't get me wrong, for some people, it happens a lot earlier. Some people, it happens a lot later. But I think once you get to that point and you're comfortable realising that you'll meet the odd mean person, then actually you'll be a lot happier with the group you've got around you. Yeah, I think it's about, I, I'm very similar to you and, and I think some of the listeners can also relate to this as well. It was when when you realise that your difference is your strength and my yeah. friend has that tattooed on her arm because you are everyone's got unique different things about them and you know not everybody is a cookie cookie cutter yet even though still today society wants you to like look a certain way be a certain way do certain things but it's when you realize that you're 
your kind of unique kind of promise of value and your like USPs and all of that, when that um, shines through, that's your strength. Because why do you want yeah. to be like everyone else? Because there's only one of you yeah, in this the world universe. Be, yeah, definitely. The world <laughs> would be a very, very boring place if we were all exactly the same. Yeah, I agree with I you. Think, you know, be a, what is it they say, isn't it? Be a unicorn in a pack of rhinos. Oh, I don't think rhinos oh. come in packs, but you know what I mean. Like, yeah. be a unicorn in a collection of rhino i don't know be I'm a sorry. flamingo in a flock it. of pigeons <laughs> unicorns flamingos all the same thing Honestly. definitely be a unicorn um, definitely be a flamingo in a flock of pigeons yeah, i like a unicorn i'm gonna be a unicorn i've decided i love it i love it <laughs> even though i feel like i should be the unicorn and you should be the flamingo because you're taller but that's fine i think i'll be the flamingo <laughs> yeah <laughs> I think flamingos are prettier, so you be the flamingo. Unicorns are a little bit odd and weird and out there, and that's definitely me. So, yeah, there you go. <laughs> decided. It's been decided. Oh, Jess, honestly, I feel like for, for World Mental Health Day, this has been exactly what I need for my own mental health, just having this conversation with you and just jumping on and sharing some kind of thoughts, advice, and how other people can kind of get wellness in the workplace for themselves. Um yeah I think I said to you let's do a 15 minute episode we've talked for half an hour (laughs) (laughs) this is just us but um Jess thank you so much for jumping on and doing an episode with me today any like final words before I bring it to a close no just um if you do ever or you obviously but also listeners just want to chat my door's always open you know I think sometimes having that person that knows nothing about you is sometimes a lot easier because there's no judgment or anything. Um, So, yeah, and I'll definitely share the name of that book and stuff with you to share so everyone can look up Mark and his great book. Brilliant. I'll put that in the show notes and thanks for that. And I'll add um, Jess's uh, contact details in the show notes as well. And I guess that just leaves me to say thank you so much for joining us today on Talk Female Friday. Um, And again, I'm going to do it again. I know, I know, I'm sorry. But please do go and check out the show notes, but also for that survey as because I would really love for you to help me get that filled out. And if you're new here, please do um, subscribe. If you're a regular listener and you haven't left a review yet, uh, excuse me, what are you doing? It's about time you left a review. <laughs> um, no pressure. Uh, and yeah, I will talk to you next Friday. Um, there will be another guest with me. So I've got a couple of um, episodes to record with a couple of people. So it will be me with somebody else next week as well um if you want to be a guest send me an email again my contact details are in the show notes and enjoy the rest of your weekend jess and i time you'll be listening to this jess and i will be shopping on friday around edinburgh so yay for us um and i will talk to you next next week take care speak to you soon and make sure that you keep smiling <laughs>